Super Talk Mississippi Media Production. Do you need heavy equipment or farm equipment? Look no further than Southern Equipment and Parts in Laurel. We have a wide selection of new and used equipment from many top brands. We also offer parts, service, and rentals. Whether you're a contractor, farmer, or just need help around the house, we have what you need. Southern Equipment is your one-stop shop for all farm and heavy equipment. Visit us at 5237 Highway 84 West and southernequipparts.com or call 601-651-4555. Or free record on my count. Seven, six, five, four, three, two, roll A, fade up on A. Southern Miss to the top. You're tuned in to the Eagle Hour. All right, good afternoon, everybody. Welcome to the Eagle Hour. We've got a great show for you today. Bob Getty, Luke Johnson. We're both uh, in our studios, Southern Bank Corps Studios in Laurel and Hattiesburg, and we're glad you're with us. And, and what a show we have today. In the studio with us right now is our senior outfielder, Gabe Montenegro, on the phone with us. Our, gra- our graduate transfer pitcher extraordinary, Hunter Riggins, uh, that uh, both have just completed their playing careers here at Southern Miss. And so, first of all, guys, I uh, want to thank you both for being here. Opening segment of the show every day sponsored by Dickey's Barbecue, great supporters of Southern Miss baseball and Southern Miss athletics. All right, let's start with you, Hunter. You're on the phone. You're talking to us uh, from back up in uh, Cleveland, Mississippi. Uh, you come here one year, you finish with the lowest ERA on the team, 2.59, 8 and 4 on the year, 97.1 innings pitch. Look back to the decision to come to Southern Miss and tell me, did, did this year meet the expectations you had in your mind when you came? Oh, yeah, uh, for sure. It, it exceeded the expectations for me. Um, like this time last year, I was just working at a golf course here in Cleveland, Mississippi, trying to get carts ready for tournaments and stuff. and. Uh, I didn't know what the next year would hold for me. I entered the portal, and I got a, got, got a call from Coach Oz and came down for a visit, and me and him clicked just based on the uh, the freedom of the pitchers. And um, Obviously, there's different ways I get outs than Hurston. So, like, if you just get outs and win, you'll, you'll pitch, and that's kind of what kind of drew me in. And I could pitch my way, the way I get outs, and uh, it wouldn't be a problem. I wouldn't have to adjust to anything for my last year. That was kind of a not a concern going into um, looking for a place to be, but it's always best to have freedom, especially when you're a fifth year. You've been doing something the same way for four years, and it was just it was awesome. It was it exceeded my expectations of uh, being two wins away of going to the one of the greatest places in the world for baseball. So it was awesome. No question. Uh, frustrating for all of us, though, that you we couldn't get to that game on Monday. Uh, everybody felt like uh, it w- was there a Monday game? We would have a huge advantage on the mound. I know how to frustrate you a bit not to get the throw. Yeah, I mean it just it just speaks to how our depth is in the mound, and that uh, we can have three starters and go out there and win games. And some teams don't have that. Some teams have uh, just two or one quality starter, and they have to kind of piece it together. But our bullpen's good, and our starters are good, so. That's just kind of way it turned out. We got a guy sitting here in the studio. You may have heard of Gabe Montenegro. Uh, what a teammate, right, Hunter? Yes, sir. I mean, he, he does it the right way. He comes to practice every day, works as hard as he can. 
uh, even lets me catch some fly balls out in the outfield sometimes and try to be an athlete. <laughs> try to tell him all the time, like, I don't want this to be my last BP, so let's, let's win some more. Gabe Montenegro, uh, you are going to finish as uh, the player with the most active uh, the most active Southern Miss player, the most games uh, played by a Southern Miss player, most games, the most singles hit by a Southern Miss hitter, the most games of all active D1 players in America. When you first came here, could you have ever imagined uh, the success that you were going to have? Uh, no, sir, no. I was, just, I, just, uh, I was just really excited to come to uh, Hattiesburg, come to Southern Miss, and be able to play uh, for such a great a city and I, I was I just couldn't picture uh, you know what uh, uh, how everything turned out you have become more I think than a player you you have really become an ambassador of the baseball team for the city uh, you just fit like a glove here in Hattiesburg didn't you <laughs> yes yeah, sir you know it's it's just uh, this uh, Hattiesburg and uh, all the people here uh, they, they're all being amazing to me the it just speaks of uh, how uh, nice everyone is and it's just easy, easy to fit uh, uh, in a city like Hattiesburg. All right, Luke Johnson, we've got two of the great players from this magical season. You fire away. Hunter Riggins, let's, let's talk about um, coming in from the outside, you know, your perception of Southern Miss baseball coming into this season. And, and then I would follow up and just ask, have you ever been a part of a pitching staff like this year? I have not. I've never been a part of a pitching staff like this. I don't know if there's going to be many more like this to come through any any level, in my opinion, just because of the quality arms that we had, and even the quality arms that didn't pitch. I mean, it's it's we have huge pieces that that didn't get to play this year, and uh, my expectations coming in with really, to be honest with you, I knew Southern Miss is traditionally very good and traditionally gritty and underdogs kind of mentality, and uh, I didn't keep up with them as much as I should have, most likely because. Being Division Two, you kind of have a chip on your shoulder, and like I don't care about those guys. Like I care about what I'm doing here, and I don't want to think about the Division One level. So that's kind of my my outside look in when I came in. Let's let's talk about the last start you made in your Golden Eagle career, elimination game in the regional, and you throw 117 pitches the week before against FAU in an elimination game. You threw 110 pitches. I mean, when you look back at those two starts, I mean, you gave up one run in your last 23 and a thirds innings pitch as a Golden Eagle? Oh, yes, sir. Just backs against the wall. You just got to go everything you can. I didn't want it to be my last game. and uh, Just pitched as hard as I could, basically, and tried to save our, our bullpen because I know we had more games to win. We had more we had more uh, more innings to eat. So figure if anybody's going to do it, it might as well be the guy that's going out. Gabe, uh, we, we joke that you now have grandchildren in the Junior Eagle Club um, and because you've been around Hattiesburg um, so long. But is it is it hard or or was it easy this year being a, a leader? You know, as the oldest dude on the club, as one of three seniors, and you got guys, you know, like Lynch and McGillis and, and some of those other guys. What what was your leadership role this year with this team? Um. You know, uh, I'm not. I'm. More, I'm not more. I'm not a really a. a you know, like a talkative, uh, outgoing, really outgoing person. Uh, I try to live more by example. And you know, um, all the freshmen and all the um, new players coming in. Uh, you know, they they notice the little things that you do, how you act, how you handle yourself. And so, like, uh, I just try to be um, like a role model through the things that I do and uh, all the uh, hard work 
through the hard work that I do instead of being more of a talkative yeah. leader. We, uh, we're visiting with Gabe Montenegro and Hunter Riggins, two outstanding seniors on this uh, 2022 Southern Miss baseball team. Gabe, uh, I, I think back on my Golden Eagle football career, and, and I remember my last game. I remember my last punt. What did it mean for you? Because I was talking to your dad about this uh, after uh, after Sunday's game. What did it mean for you to, to get that single up the middle your last time in a, uh, up at, at bat in the eighth? You know, the, that last at bat, you, I really try to uh, take it all in and – uh, for I, I really wasn't thinking about like you know I I need to get a hit or um, I was just trying to get you know a rally started I just try to get on base so then uh, maybe the offense can get going and you know I was just really happy that I could just uh, start a little spark for that inning. How how much was that on your mind the last uh, the regional and the super regional? How 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 big did that play on your mind that? that you knew you were getting near the end of playing at Pete Taylor? No, it, it just made it a lot better because I, uh, I could just uh, savor every moment. I could, uh, you know, just think about all the, all the exciting memories that I have. And then just – it was just uh, an incredible feeling just to be able to play. And I just try to, you know, enjoy every moment. You know, Hunter, quite a contrast. Uh, we, we've got the young man here who's played the most games in Southern Miss history – huge member of this really great team this year and and we have you who played here one year but you make this huge contribution you have the lowest era on the team you win eight games on the mound you pitch almost a hundred innings of a baseball uh, you guys you guys are really different in one respect but then in another respect uh You'll, you'll share something forever and that's being a part of this super regional baseball team yes sir that's awesome and i also think uh He's got the mo- he had the most uh, innings played of anybody. All right, of every of any active player in okay. D one. Yes, yes. I'm pretty sure that we are all actually have in common that I have the most innings pitched as of as of right then when I was playing in in all NCA. So we have that in common, I guess. But uh, it was awesome, especially getting to meet all these guys and being around the team. And to get to supers is uh, is amazing. I mean, there's nothing more I could ask for. Like. I was upset like that we lost and everything like that. I'm gonna miss all my guys, but at the same time, you know it's got to come to an end at some point, and that's the best end I could ask for. I mean, reasonably, you know. I mean, we really worked hard as hard as we could to win those games, but there's nothing. There's nothing to look back on this season to be mad about. No, there's there's clearly not. This was this was a uh, this was a landmark season for Southern Miss baseball in many ways. You guys were a big part of that. Hunter, how easy was it to meld in and? Uh, become part of the guys down here when you came this year oh they're all cool there's no there's no bad apple at all in that bunch at all um they all just want to have fun win games and work hard and it's hard to not get along with those guys yeah and gabe you go in you know obviously as probably the most recognizable player on the team this year that's you on the billboards uh a lot of publicity aimed at you we're in a commercial break i'm gonna ask you to hold the thought but i want to hear from you what kind of pressure, if any, that put on you your last year? As we continue our conversation with Gabe Montenegro and Hunter Riggins, both guys have agreed to stick around for a while. We're glad to have them on the Eagle Hour. We'll be right back.
tuned in to the Eagle Hour. The Eagle Hour. Southern Miss to the top. Hey, welcome back to the Eagle Hour. You can hear the Eagle Hour podcast every day on Apple Podcasts, Audible, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, TuneIn. Or, of course, you can just tell Alexa to play Super Talk Eagle Hour, and she will do that for you. We're broadcasting from the Southern Bank Corps Studios in Hattiesburg and Laurel. Wanna, before we get back to the guys, remind you about Mobe Beignet. Have you had have you had any of the beignets uh, in in New Orleans? No, across the street, the new beignet store, Gabe. Have you I had don't any? Think of the so. no, well, you need to check them out, bro. They're uh, they're actually absolutely delicious. They're located on Hardy Street. You can get even different syrups to put on top of the beignet. They they cook the beignets as you order them, and of course, they have a lot of specialty coffees. And I know Luke Johnson has uh, sampled Mobe beignet. I look like a beignet. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> We thank them for their support and also Southern Bank Core Studio. Campus Book Mart sponsors this segment. We love Miss Kathleen, and that's where you buy all your Southern Miss apparel. We're talking to Gabe Montenegro and Hunter Riggins. All right, Gabe, before we went into the break, I was going to ask you, you're on the billboards, you're on the media guide. You, you, you started the year really as the face of the baseball team in many respects. Do you take all that in stride or did that maybe add a little pressure? Uh, you know, it's, it's always going to add a little bit of pressure, uh, but I try to – you know, uh, just be grateful for it. Uh, you know, it's, it's exciting uh, to, you know, be represented like that. Uh, but it, it helps when uh, you have players like Hunter Riggins coming in and just uh, just performing like, you know, just incredibly. So it definitely doesn't put any pressure, you know, because you know that they're going to be uh, players out there that's going to help out the team. Well, and Hunter, when we first started doing the show back in early preseason, when we first started really focusing our attention on baseball, your name came up uh, with the coaches that we were talking to. Of course, we, we didn't know much about you then, but, uh, man, you surfaced, you hit the ground running, and uh, you came in immediately uh, as a weekend starter. And how satisfying was that to you? Did, did that – you may not have ever had this question in your head, and certainly you shouldn't have, but did that – Answer a question maybe that you had had in your great years at Delta State. How would I do on the D1 level? Um, it, it has, I guess. Um, I don't really think about that. There's good hitters everywhere, and it's just about getting guys out. And uh, I wanted the opportunity to prove to myself and kind of get out of my comfort zone, and I think I feel like I did that, and uh, I wasn't complacent here at all, and uh, I felt like it was good for me to make the move. And you played really on a very storied, historic Division two baseball program. Uh, we, we talk about it fairly frequently, but put in perspective just what a tradition there is at Delta State. Oh, yeah. there's a, I mean, you're, you're going to win, and if you don't win, you'll know it. And um, you're expecting to win regionals every year, and you're expected to go to – not even go to win regionals, but win regionals, get the Supers, and try to get the carry. And that's the expectation put on you every day. And uh, expectations are high, and you just try, try to reach them and you know, understand that there's tradition here that, that you try to fit into. No question. Luke? Hunter, I know Jeremy McLean was really happy that you became a Golden Eagle. A, he knew what you could do uh, you know, for our rotation. B, I think if you'd have stayed up there one more year, you'd have broken all his records. So uh, the athletic director is, is happy that maybe some of his pitching records are still standing. But talk about, I think our listeners, as they watched you pitch this year, are really interested to know, you know, your approach, your philosophy, because we lost Walker Powell last year, just the crafty veteran that is smart, that 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 pitches where it needs to be pitched, 
and people felt like you took up that mantle. What what is your approach as you know you you got on the mound every year to to attacking batters? Yes, sir. Uh, first, I want to say Jerry McLean is untouchable. Gulf State. I don't know. <laughs> he may tell you I'll chase his record. He's pretty much untouchable. <laughs> but um, uh, yeah, my approach is just to get outs. Really, like if I if there's a weakness to try to exploit it. If 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 my stuff is going to be better than than their stuff, you go to my strengths, and it's just a give and take. And it doesn't matter about strikeouts to me. It's more about just getting outs and getting weak contact. Let my defense work. I mean, I got Dustin Dickerson, and Danny Lynch on the left side, so. Like, heck, I might as well just try to get them ground out. And, oh, that's basically my approach is just get outs. I don't really care how or what it is or what pitch or whatever. I just want to get outs. We, we talked, uh, you mentioned in the first segment, just about how special this staff was this year. What's the relationship between, like, you, Hurston, and Tanner? I mean, acknowledging, respecting each other's crafts, three completely different pitchers. And I don't know if very few baseball teams this year had three legitimate starters like Southern Miss did. I think our whole staff identity is, is there's there's different ways to get people out. We got Justin Storm who came in and dominated. I mean, he was a lefty specialist, and we got Isaiah Rhodes who throws wonky, you know, down under and gets outs, and that's kind of all we appreciate. To me, or I feel like we appreciate. We talk to each other all the time. We work out with each other and uh, talk about the hitters and all that. But really, we just appreciate getting outs. I feel like. Yeah. Gabe and uh, Gabe Montenegro, Hunter Riggins, join us on the Eagle Hour today. Gabe, let's talk about how cool it was to uh, to have your brother. Um, you found yourself in different parts of the lineup, but but more times than not, it was pretty cool for there to be two Montenegros back to back in the lineup, one after the other. You know, it, it was uh, just an incredible having having him around for the whole year. And you know, we've we've been uh, we played together when we were little, and then we part ways uh, after high school. And, you know, just being able to have him for uh, my final year and being able to, like, we lived together and just being able to share the locker room and then all the games, being back-to-back in the lineup, it was, it, it just made this whole year more special. Hey, no question. And it was a year that you moved from left field where you were just kind of a staple there to center field. Is that a difficult transition? Did you have a preference when you look back? Well, you know, I, I played in left field so many years, but – uh uh, before coming to college, like, I played center all my life. But then uh, uh, when they, they, they talked to me about moving to center, I, you know, I had to lose a couple pounds to you know, make it easier to move around the center. <laughs> Got to cover a lot more ground. Uh, a lot more ground. Yep. All right, so you're, you're here six years. I want you to compare this baseball team to the other teams that you played on. Uh, there, there's a lot of reason to say, arguably – this may have been the best Southern Miss baseball team yet. Uh, yes, sir. You know, um, it's just I really think that our pitching staff, like inc- including Hunter Riggins, uh, they they just uh, like when you know that you're going to get pitchers that are going to get outs and that are going to minimize the runs, it makes the offense, it just makes it so much easier. It puts a lot of pressure off. And then I really think that, a team with a good pitching staff is gonna, you know, make it a lot more further. Yeah. Hunter Riggins, there was a lot of people believed, and I believe on both sides uh, of this super regional that uh, had the Golden Eagles gotten to Monday, the advantage would have been big time Southern Miss. That Ole Miss could not have matched you as a third pitcher. Uh, you you've told me off the air, you know, that you were accepting of the fact that you didn't get back on and you were grateful for everything that happened this year, but it had to be really frustrating that you didn't get a shot at them in the supers. 
Yeah, it's frustrating for sure. But I mean, we have we have three quality starters that are going to go get outs and win games. So I mean, that's just the way it kind of turned out. I mean, I'd like to pitch again, uh, but also kind of I kind of like having the the idea that it comes down to me if it has to, and uh, being able to trust myself and win games. But it just didn't turn out that way. It's it's, uh, it's fine. It's just I, I wish I could through, but I I couldn't. Right. Well, when you did throw in the regionals, though, you you really tamped down what had been a red hot hitting team. I mean, Kennesaw really put the bats on LSU and uh, put on a show, really. But you were able to really contain them. A, a great pitching performance, and uh, as it turns out, your your last in college. But man, what an outing that was for you on, on a big stage. Yeah, it was good to win that game. I wish I didn't give up the run in the ninth inning, but that's that's probably what I'm going to remember for a long time. Just just because that's that's kind of ended my streak of scorelessness. So that kind of sucks, but it kind of, it is what it is. And they're a good hitting team, and uh, it kind of helped me out. They've never seen me before, and they don't know really what to expect besides the four pitch mix. Yeah. And that really helps out a pitcher if you don't really you've never seen them at all. Well, in in a, in another universe, the Monday game against Old Miss, you would have thrown eight shutout innings. Correct. And Harper would have shut them out in the night. So we can dream. That's hey, right. last question for me, and it's for both of you guys, Hunter. I'll start with you. You had Scott Barry for one year. Gabe, you had Scott Barry uh, for two decades. Okay, so let's. <laughs> I just want both of you guys to comment on what that man means to you, Hunter, and then Gabe. Uh, he gave me an opportunity. Of course, uh, I appreciate everything he's done for me. Uh, he's obviously a winner, and that's that's what I came. I wanted to be around winners, and I want to surround myself with winners like Gabe and like like Coach Barry and Coach Oz. Um, to be, I mean, we don't really, we haven't really talked that much. I haven't been around too too much. Yeah, I talk to him when I see him, and we talk about we talk about the games. Our exit meeting was good and everything. Um, just he's just a winner, and he he treats you like a man. He uh, expects respect from you, and obviously he gives you respect and treats you like an adult. He's not. He's not going to treat you like you don't know what you're doing or anything like that. Like that. He knows that you're here to do a job, and he's here to do a job, and let's work and win games. All right. You, your thoughts, Gabe? Scott Barry. Uh, you know, uh, he's he's always been a, a role model to me. He's uh, helped me a lot uh, throughout the years. Uh, I've learned so much from him on and off the field, and he's just helped me so uh, like incredibly so much. Uh, and really, I, I just wouldn't be here without him. And I'm just really um, grateful for everything that he has done for me. Now, Hunter Riggins, we're grateful to you for the great contribution you made uh, to this magical season. Uh, wish you nothing but the best of luck, young man. And we thank you very much for coming on the Eagle Hour. Yes, sir. I appreciate it, guys. Hunter Riggins, everybody. You know, stick around, Gabe. We got you in the studio. Might as well just yes, make sir. you stay here for the rest of the show. Luke and I will be back. Gabe's going to join us. Kind of look back on the year, kind of look ahead for Gabe Montenegro on the Eagle Hour. Stay with us. To the, top. to the top, you're tuned in to the Eagle Hour. Glad you are. Glad you're with us this afternoon. Glad to have Gabe Montenegro in the studio with us. Fourth uh, Street Bar and Grill sponsors this segment. Great place to watch all Southern Miss athletics. Great food and uh, just good entertainment. So Fourth Street Bar and Grill, right in the shadow of the rock. We appreciate all they do for the Eagle Hour. 
All right, Gabe. Luke had some more questions for you, but I, w- I wanted to get to this. You did something pretty unique yesterday. You uh, you put out on social media that you were going to be at Pete Taylor Park, and you were going to bring a lot of your baseball stuff, clothing, bats, different stuff uh, that you've collected in the past six years, and you were going to give that away, and you had a big turnout of kids that showed up uh, to greet you. Talk a little bit about that. Uh, yes, sir. I just um, like over the years, uh, like all the all the shirts and then all the like different apparel that we got in, and uh, like the bats, I was just not going to use anymore. And you know, like most of the players, just put it all in a bag and just they just keep them in the room or in the car. And I just thought that uh, maybe someone someone out there would um, appreciate some of the some of the things. So I, I just put it out on Twitter, and uh, you know, this uh, good good amount of people came out there and then uh like a couple like kids um i like i gave them my best that i was just not going to use and then uh like other stuff like uh biting gloves and the cleats uh that I have extra like i'm gonna take it back home to guatemala and i'm gonna give it uh to the little kids that play there because you know the uh, it's tough to get uh baseball gear back in guatemala so i'm just gonna take it back home well that's good stuff luke get it here we go Gabe, uh, so you, you first started playing in 18, but you're actually on the 17 season. And I guess I just want to walk through you know, your career. 50-win team, uh, regional host. What did that, being a part of that 2017 team, kind of help you in your trajectory the next five years playing for the Golden Eagles? Uh, it just it just gave me a, a perspective of uh, like this program and then how like how good this program is and uh, the level of uh, like D1 baseball and so like throughout the year like I, I I've learned I, I learned a lot just by watching all the players and how they acted and just being able to watch that regional um, it was just an incredible feeling and just I was just proud to be in that program. I'm going to mention 2020 because the, the the memory I have from 2020 is Gabe Montenegro showing up at an Eagle Hour remote out in Oak Grove, and we were all like, "What is happening? Our 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 series just got canceled." I think we were getting ready to to head to FIU or something. So we'll we'll chunk 2020. You're batting 290, and you already had uh, 11 RBIs in 16 games. But I want to go back to 2018, the first hit of your Golden Eagle career. Just so happened, we got some revenge on getting beat in the regional. A triple against Mississippi State down the right field line. I'm sure you remember that like yesterday. And uh, you could have got a stand-up triple, but you decided to slide at the end in front of Coach Barry. I was just, I was just uh, like when I was rounding second and I was about to hit third, I was just like so excited and then I was that I, I just ended up sliding for <laughs> For no reason, because they, they were like holding me up, telling me like, you know, like you're good, you can stand up. But for some reason, I just had to slide head first. 2019 Baton Rouge Regional, man, what a uh, what a crazy regional that was. Um, just the offensive explosion, Spencer Torkelson and Arizona State. But you, Gabe Montenegro, walked the Eagles off and beat Arizona State in that regional. Yeah, it was it was a crazy game that like, we we were losing by a lot, and then that that we just kept coming back. Like we just kept scratching every inning, and then that last that last inning, we just you know that uh, we weren't able to get some walks, and then uh, like I was just really excited. I, just, I I really wanted to hit that inning, and then like gladly like I I got the opportunity, and I'm just happy I was able to pull it through. Last year. 
you batted 345 in in 61 games, 82 hits, 24 doubles last year. It was a great year last year for you. Uh, yes, sir. It, it was it was a great year, and then uh, just being able to. Uh, be part of that team, and then be able to be part of that uh, Oxford Regional. It was just, it was just an amazing year. And then the moment that, of course, uh, Southern Miss fans will remember for a long time. Last uh, last week on uh, on Monday, Montenegro in the box, and I think what was it, seventh inning, the two out uh, or the uh, two run single that put us ahead, and uh, ultimately uh, was was huge in in beating LSU. Yeah, that uh, yeah, I, I, I'm gonna remember that uh, that moment for a while because uh, I remember they they came in and changed the pictures, and then while I was waiting, they played that uh, they played the walk up song, and <laughs> they were they weren't supposed to, but they found a way to get it <laughs> yes, in there. It was, it was it was pretty uh, it was pretty incredible, and then uh, I just remember like I, I, that got me that got me pumped up to go go there and hit. Hmm, that's interesting. Uh, I, I want to interject here a minute because when before you took that at bat, Scott Berry called you over, and he had his hand on top of your batting helmet, and he was really talking to you. What was he saying to you, Gabe? Uh, he told me uh, just uh, go ahead and take the first pitch, and after that, do what you do. That's that's all that he said. And that was it. That was it. Yeah. So between that and the illegal walk-up music, you were ready when you came <laughs> up to the I was ready to play, go. Right? Yes, sir. I was ready to go. <laughs> By the way, look, I think I've said it before, but I did screw up the family video. His father was videotaping that in front of me, and Gabe confirmed to me that when I grabbed his father, I sort of screwed up the video. But the, he says that made it a little better. I, f- I feel a little better, better about sure. that, Luke. Well, I mean, if you'd have seen Will Hall reacting uh, probably in the suite above you, he lost his mind when we beat LSU that day. It's all good. All bets are off when you beat the, the Bayou Bengals inside the peak. Gabe, Gabe, talk about the atmosphere, especially this year, several times. You know, the Ole Miss game, even though we lost on May the 11th, you know, over 6,000 in. The craziness of the regional, uh, and and then this past weekend. I mean, you've seen Southern Miss baseball for six years. Was it pretty incredible to to see how the fan base responded to you guys this year? It it, it really was incredible. That you it, it just we can just as players really appreciate uh, all the support that we have, and it just makes it easier to play when you know that you have uh, like people in Hattiesburg cheering for you, and it, it's just been an incredible atmosphere atmosphere all year and like we i know that we all are grateful for it we we know uh you you told me off air plan is uh to continue some education you uh a lot of it's been reported several times this year you know you want to go on and have a career as a a professor i gotta ask this question though what are you gonna and it's not just maybe one thing maybe it's a couple things what are you going to miss most um about being a member of the southern miss baseball team well you know, one thing for sure is my, you know, my teammates that, uh, you know, every year, that's, that's, it's always a tough one. And I was just, just playing at, at the, at Pete Taylor Park, you know, with all the, with all the fans there. It's, it's an incredible ballpark, uh, to play at. And then I'm, I'm definitely going to miss putting on that, uh, that Golden Eagle jersey on. Hmm. Luke, you can speak to this too, because you were a college athlete. Is, uh, what's this young man feeling right now? 
Well, we were we were joking when baseball rolls around next year, he needs to get him a big Coke and about three hot dogs and just sit there and enjoy the first game. But, yeah, it, it really is, Gabe. It's, it's like uh, you, you don't feel it right now because you're still kind of living off, like, adrenaline from, you know, the season. But, yeah, I mean, everybody else starts fall ball. You'll just kind of look around. And, I mean, for for a little bit, it, it, it almost seems like there's just something missing. And it is because – I played football for a long time. You've played baseball for a long time. We did it at the highest level of of uh, collegiate af- at athletics. But at the same token, I mean, th- there's a there's a great chapter that has just been written in your life, and a lot of people will continue to celebrate it as your life moves on. Yes, sir. And I, I'm I'm excited to you know uh, for next season to cheer on uh, cheer on my former teammates, and you know um, I know that they're gonna keep working. I know that they're gonna come back stronger. And you know I am gonna miss it. I am gonna miss putting on my baseball gear. But you know I'm, I'm just I'm just excited to see what life holds. Honest assessment, and and we'll we'll quote you on it next year. Is what this team has coming back? I, I'm like how good can they be next year? They can be incredible. They can be better than this year, especially for the we got a lot of players coming back, and now that they have experienced that next step, that super regional. Um, I really think that they they could, you know, make it all the way. Gabe, you, you heard it here do, first, Bob. Do, you heard it here yeah. first. Do you expect most of these players to come back? There are a couple that I, I think would be draft eligible. Uh, we've seen a we, we've seen a couple enter the portal. Those were kids that you know for whatever reason didn't get on the field a lot. Do you expect the Do you expect the heart of this baseball team to all be back? I really do. Um, you know, expect most of them to be back and i i hope that some of them get drafted like that's it's an incredible achievement uh but for those who come back and i know that there's a lot of new players coming coming in too so with all the like the help that from the transfers and all the players coming back next year it's just going to be it's going to be an unstoppable team all right we've got gabe montenegro in the studio we've got one more segment to go luke will catch us up on the news going to ask gabe just stick around for this last segment and want to talk to him about his hopes for continuing to play baseball and and what that road looks like ahead for Gabe Montenegro. Special edition of the Eagle Hour. I want to thank Hunter Riggins for joining us earlier in the show. Great to have Gabe Montenegro here in the studio with us. We're going to wrap it up right after this. Southern Miss to the top. Final segment on this Tuesday brought to you by DBAT and D1 Training on Hardy Street in Hattiesburg. Pro Shop, indoor facilities, great place to go in the midst of a of a heat wave. Go work out in the air conditioned D1 and DBAT, proud sponsor of the Eagle Hour. Luke Johnson, Bob Getty, and Gabe Montenegro from the Southern Bancor studios in Hattiesburg and Laurel Southern Miss women's tennis program earned their second highest ITA Southern regional ranking in program history 
finishing eighth in the poll. Lady Eagles finished 13 and five this year, including a two and one mark in Conference USA play, defeating both Louisiana Tech and UTSA. So congratulations to the Lady Eagles finishing eighth in the final poll of the Southern Regional ranking. Gabe Montenegro closing out the uh, the show with us. And uh, Gabe, I mean, what a career! Uh, it's been been amazing. And I, I guess I, Bob Bob uh, said before we went to the commercial. I guess I was just in my mind. I was thinking baseball, not playing baseball regarding uh, you know Southern Miss. But I mean, you know, we we've got a draft, we got free agent stuff coming up, and uh, I guess you'll continue to, to work out and look forward to that. Yes, sir. Yeah, um, I, I'm still striving to get uh, one one uh, one free agent deal. Uh, for this upcoming draft, and you know, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna keep working. I'm gonna keep uh, you know doing doing everything possible to get that deal. And if that doesn't work out, uh, then I'm I'm gonna come back to Southern Miss, and then I'm gonna do a a Spanish major to be to hopefully one day be a Spanish professor. Bob and Gabe, what is the process now? That what 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 is the process you'll have to go through to try to obtain that free agent deal? Uh, well, I've been talking to Coach Creel about it, and then he's he's content, contacting scouts and trying to figure out um, everything possible. And for right now, I just gotta wait because they don't they don't know exactly how many free agents they can get. So right now, it's just just a waiting game, and then hopefully get some good news in and, July. And one thing that complicates the issue is because of changes uh, in Major League Baseball. Uh, about half the guys are getting drafted. They got drafted three years ago. Yeah, they're they're just they're, they've uh, cut a lot of teams, and then they cut the the rounds like like in half. So they're not taking a lot of players anymore, and so it just makes it a little bit more difficult. Yeah, yeah. So when is the deadline? When when do you think you will get some information? Um, well, I, w- I will think that maybe like a week, a couple weeks before the draft. So hopefully, like in the uh, the beginnings of July, I will get start get getting some more information. Uh, and we understand the other avenue, long range plan, is you're going to be a college professor teaching Spanish. Yes, sir. Uh, you know, I already applied, I already got accepted, and uh, I got a GA position lined up in August. So if nothing work out, works out, then I'm going to come back to right. Southern Miss. Luke, don't you love hearing college baseball players have their life checked out, planned like this, and, and he's prepared for either either well, one. College baseball players are are the most flexible of of anybody, and and I guess a fitting into this hour long uh, with with Gabe Montenegro would be to take us back to the 2019 regional, and what do college baseball players do between games when it's you know 95 degrees outside? Gabe, you, you walked off uh, against Arizona State. They asked you what you were going to do. You were going to go back, get refueled, eat some bananas, and then come back and play LSU. Now, the real secret to Scott Berry <laughs> baseball teams is in doubleheader situations, you guys eat bananas and peanut butter and jelly sandwiches. Is that factual? Uh, yes, sir, that is. And they, they, they always have, uh, like, bananas and the sandwiches uh, in, the lo- in the locker for us, and he's just – you know, I cramp a lot, so definitely eating bananas help 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 out. All right, now out. you can tell us this now because he can't do anything to you. He can't make you run laps. He can't bench you. He can't do anything to you. We hear that Scott Berry can eat like a champion. That he can eat with anybody. Uh, can, can you bear witness to that? Does Coach Berry have a big ferocious appetite? He really does. He he's he's. Always one of the first ones to get that uh, meal that we get before the games. So, 
<laughs> and I'm I'm there with him too. So. <laughs> he's he's untouchable now, Luke. He, he can reveal all of Scott's secrets. It's right? it's all good. Yeah, because I'm seeing Coach Bauer in the uh, in the roost these days, and and we shoot the bull like that. All right, Gabe, about a minute left. Um, so many Southern Miss fans, uh, we're privileged that they listen to our show, and uh, not only in in the state of Mississippi, but across the United States. What would be in this this week where your career as Southern Miss Golden Eagle comes to a close? What would you like to tell Southern Miss fans? Uh, here's your opportunity. Just to, what would you like to tell them? Uh, I'm just gonna. I just want to let them know how grateful I am uh, for all the support all these years, and I just want to let them know that I'll never forget Hattiesburg. And uh, it's always going to be a part of uh, part of who I am, and it's going to always be a part of yeah. It's going to be in my heart, and I just want to say thank you to everybody. Always a golden eagle. Yes, sir. Absolutely. And you'll be back if you're not playing baseball somewhere else. You'll be back, I'm sure, watching your baby brother play. Right? Yes, sir. If, yeah, I'll be back watching him play, and I'll definitely hit up uh, the roost for a couple games. All right. Let me tell you, man. It's been it's been a tremendous pleasure for all of us watching you. It'll take us a little while to get used to not having number 14 in that batting lineup, but uh, you're always going to be a tremendously special part of the Southern Miss baseball family, and uh, we thank you for everything you've done. Thank you very much. Thank you. All right, you're going to have to close out the show with us. We always close it out like this. We'll have Bill McGillis on the show tomorrow, hoping to have Drew Boyd on the show as well, track coach John Stewart scheduled for Thursday. Until tomorrow at 1 o'clock, everybody, Southern Miss. To, to the, the top. top. Time keeps on slipping, slipping, slipping into the future. I want to fly like an eagle to the sea. Fly like an eagle, let my spirit carry me. I want to fly like an eagle till I'm free. Super Talk Mississippi Media Production.